Hey everybody, good afternoon. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy News Sports Update. Two men have been convicted in a college basketball corruption trial just minutes ago. Christian Dawkins and amateur hoop coach Merle Code have been convicted on a single bribery conspiracy count today in a two-week trial that showed top college coaches were paid off to steer NBA-bound athletes to favored handlers. They're also acquitted of multiple charges and four former assistant basketball coaches have pleaded guilty in connection with the scandal and await sentencing. Soccer action this afternoon. It was wild yesterday, still pretty good today. Ajax and Tottenham in leg two of the Champions League semi. Ajax all over them. They scored early and added another two to nothing. Ajax at the half. They won leg one, one to nothing. So now now they lead Tottenham three to nothing on aggregate. The winner of this game gets Liverpool in the Champions League final. Lots of afternoon baseball this Wednesday. Texas Rangers slugger Joey Gallo. He hit his 100th homer today, becoming the first player to hit 100 home runs before getting 100 singles. And Hunter Pence had a grand slam as Texas came back to beat Pittsburgh 9-6. We talk about that Pittsburgh pen. It's shaky. Philadelphia up on the Cardinals 5-0. Now this one has just become a final. Philadelphia beating the Cardinals 5-0. Games in progress. Arizona up on Tampa Bay 2-1, bottom eight. But the Rays have a rally cooking here. Bases loaded, no outs. We'll keep you updated there. Milwaukee up on Washington 7-3. We're in the top of eight. And the Padres and Mets just started. Mets already up 1-0 in the bottom of the first. Let's take a look at the night action. We got 6-10 action. Chicago White Sox at Cleveland Tribe minus 195, 8.5. Lopez and Bieber. 635, Seattle at the New York Yankees. Yankees minus 140, total 9.5. Kikuchi versus Lasagna. 705, Boston minus 300 at Baltimore. Over under 8.5, Sale and Kashner. 707, Red Hot Mini minus 115 at Toronto. Gibson Guitars and Thornton, total 9. 710, Angels minus 120 at Detroit. 8, we got Boss Skaggs and Boyd. 805, Miami at the Chicago Cubs. Cubbies minus 240, Urena and Hendricks. 810 action, Kansas City Royals at Houston. Houston, big favorite, minus 225, total 9. Lopez and Peacock, 840, San Fran and Colorado. You heard there from Ronas, cold in Colorado. Rockies, minus 145, Ken Holland and Gray. And uh, yes, we have uh, 1007 action, Cincinnati at Oakland. A's minus 115, eight and a half. Gray and Anderson, Atlanta at the Dodgers, wraps things up. Dodgers, minus 227 and a half. Fulton Evans and Kershaw. The Seattle Seahawks are front runners to land pass rusher Ziggy Ansah, according to the NFL Network. The contract has not been finalized, and the Buffalo Bills also interested in the sack artist. The 29-year-old who's recovering from off-season shoulder surgery racked up 48 sacks in six seasons with the Lions, including 14 and a half back in 2015. Four-time Grey Cup winner Ricky Ray announcing his retirement after 16 seasons in the CFL. One of the most prolific passers in league history ends his career as just one of four quarterbacks with more than 60,000 passing yards, ranking fifth all-time with 324 touchdowns as well. The 39-year-old retires as the most accurate passer in the league, too, at a 68.2% clip. Two more in the NBA Finals tonight. We got elimination games opening up at 8. Milwaukee hosting Boston. Bucks 8.5, and a half. They're up three games to one. Malcolm Brogdon also probable for Milwaukee. Next up at 10.30, we have Golden State taking on Houston. Warriors minus 6, 220 and a half. This best of seven now, a best of three tied at two. Game seven in the NHL tonight. San Jose versus Pesky Colorado. Sharks minus 145 and a half. 9 p.m. start. Winner gets St. Louis in the Western Final. Blues blue liner Charlie McAvoy. He only got one day for that dirty headshot, and uh, he'll miss the first game as Carolina opens up the Eastern Eastern Conference Final against Boston Thursday night. Padraig Harrington getting his wish. Captain picks for the upcoming 2020 Ryder Cup cut from four to three. Tiger Woods, we have a spotting on him at Bethpage Black today in right before the next week's PGA Championship. 
and some books have actually taken action on Tony Romo to win the Byron Nelson this week at 10,000 to one. This is going to be Tony Romo's third tour start. He missed the first two cuts when he played on the PGA Tour. I mean, my, making the cuts one thing, winning a tournament, but hey, a couple people throwing down some money on Romo at 10,000 to one. Good luck to you. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci, he hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next with great Wednesdays. We got Mark Lawrence and Gamblos so who keep it locked right here. Red Heat and Rage on the Fantasy Sports Radio and TV Network coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down. New York, New Jersey, the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart in the six. As uh, we have a game seven on National Hockey League ice uh, this evening. Uh, Ajax Amsterdam uh, right now are up uh, 2-0 uh, at the half. They already had a one uh, one nothing lead coming in uh, to this game on the uh, aggregate. Um, are just a half away from uh, punching a ticket to the Champions League uh, final, uh, which would also be a massive upset. Not not so much today. They're expected to advance after today, but nobody expected uh, Ajax uh, to get this far. Nobody expected Cam Stewart to get this far either, but here he is. What's up, Cam? <laughs> What's happening, Marenzi? No, I'm doing pretty good, and uh, you said it. Uh, great performance by Ajax, and I have a feeling that uh, Tottenham doesn't have what Liverpool had in them. I don't expect them to score uh, three goals in the second half and win. We'll just pump the brakes with uh, with Liverpool. Yeah, you know somebody's pulling the trigger right now, right, and saying, all right, this is it's it. Not the, it's not happening. Uh, for, this for the, this, they're not the team. They don't got the offense. They can't uh, do it. Come on. It's actually like the same odds, but how about this? It's kind of a screw job. Uh, Ajax right now are 66-1. to one. To advance, minus sixty six hundred. Yet the the hot spurs are only uh, plus two thousand right now. Doesn't yeah should be like plus thirty five hundred. Yeah, not even worth plus, point. Yeah, yeah, it's twenty to no, one. Like yesterday was twenty to one. It was forty five to one. Yeah, the answer is no. I think uh, I think we'll stay away from that one, Gabe. <laughs> and I'm not betting Tony Romo. Yeah, we'll pass. To one. They they could. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I heard the Westgate. They said already there's a big story with 10 to 15 people or whatever, 100 bucks a guy. Hey, it's 10,000 to one. Bottom line is you got to make the cut first. And uh, no, I will not be putting any money on Tony Romo. I might actually, the thing was, if I had better odds than him missing the cut, I would, but you got to lay too much juice. There's as good of a chance as you being the next um, Prime Minister of Canada than Tony Romo winning the Byron Nelson. Um, good call. I like my chance. I, I, like, I don't know what else. Like, there's a better chance of uh, getting struck by lightning. Like, honestly, like, there's a better Al chance of twice. me. Really, huh? Al. Yeah, Al, yeah, Al Cunningham. Uh, he's actually one of the, my brother's favorite lightning friends Al. when we were younger. He got hit by lightning twice. Lightning Al, twice. Survive. Can you believe that? People, once in your life getting hit by lightning, guy got hit by lightning twice and survived. <laughs> I know a couple of golfers that I've talked to because I used to clean clubs for rich guys at the club. A couple of the old guys told me they've been hit by lightning once and survived because when you're out there, that's probably a good place to get lit up is uh, in an open golf course with uh, silver attracting uh, the electricity of the 
of the sky, but twice in one life and surviving, quite lucky. You could say he's unlucky and lucky, yeah. Al Cunningham. Yeah, me me playing um, uh, me playing um, golf in the rain is something I used to do all the time and like lightning and stuff. Then just chalk it up to another yep. thing that I used to do that I wouldn't do now. <laughs> like now I'd be like, I'm not going out there. I'm going to get struck by lightning. Our luck, we'd get hit and die. We wouldn't survive the lightning hit, so I'm not going to test fate. But we were pretty lucky with the games uh, last night. We crushed it. In fact, I don't know if it was luck. I don't know if it's luck that I told you Jimmy Butler would score over 19 and a half points and Joel Embiid would score under 22 and a half points and Marcus Gall would score more than 10 and a half and Ben Simmons would score yeah. under 13 and a half. Was that lucky or was it just good? Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Now on YouTube, I am uh, Moretz. He's from the Tower Ranger Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, LouGambleu.com uh, will join us. Uh, we've got Mark Lawrence going to join us in a second. Uh, Ken Danico, we talked hockey uh, with uh, with the chat today. Ken Danico. Uh, we had PGA golfer Jason Day on uh, this morning. Uh, we've had uh, quite a busy day here uh, so far. Jason Day is actually a very nice guy, too, Cam. He came across as a very likable. I knew he would be. Um, I knew he would. Be. Yeah, he seems like very normal. Help me when he's a down-to-earth kind of normal guy. Aussie, sort of normal Aussie. You know what I mean? Like, hey guys, he he wasn't like a hey. like he was. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Like he was very enthusiastic. He grew up different. He's not a country surprising. club. He's not a country club kid, Gabe. Jason no, Day is not story. That's what he was he, he's not a country club kid. He had a really rough upbringing too with uh, the, his family. His like they were died really poor and stuff like that. Well, yep, correct. He was saying his father died when he was 12, and the reason why he's so uh, close with his mother, his mother, like, paid for him to go to golf academy and stuff. Like, uh, so that's why he's so, you know, he's so, so into this. Uh, But uh, nevertheless, so uh, we'll replay Ken Danico a little bit uh, later on, because some good stuff with uh, Danico about about the Stanley Cup uh, finals and what's it like playing in game seven. Um, Let's bring in uh, Mark Lawrence. Uh, right now, who I can guarantee you was not one of the six people that have put a hundred dollars on Tony Romo to win the Byron Nelson uh, this week. <laughs> As uh, Jeff Sherman uh, reports over at the Westgate, six people have uh, have bet, including uh, one person to put a hundred dollars on it. Who uh, I, evidently one person has too much uh, money uh, in their pockets. Mark Lawrence joins us. How you doing, Mark? Gabe, was that a hundred dollars to make the cut or win the tournament? A hundred dollars to win. Win. Oh. Win. <laughs> I think the cut would have been 10, the better. Ten thousand to one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm with you, Mark. There's a better chance, Mark. 
There's a better chance that I have sex with Cindy Crawford tonight than he does winning uh, the Byron Nelson. Ooh, and I'll tell you, I'm not like meeting Cindy game. Crawford tonight. Well, I was going to ask you, was is that doll in your room? Do you call her Cindy? I don't know what the connection there might be. <laughs> Strong mark. There's some Strong. long shots. As you stated, like <laughs> that was a good one. Like uh, a thousand, uh. like uh, a thousand to one. You know, um, you know, to make the cut. And I'm not sure I would want to do this. Like, he really has no chance whatsoever. I'm seeing other things that are comparable. He has the same odds as uh, John Cougar Mellencamp does of winning an Oscar. Which I don't really understand how that makes sense. Is John Cougar Mellencamp making movies now or something? Uh, Kobe Bryant won an Oscar, so you never know. I don't know. It's been yearly upset. But, uh, yeah, Tony Romo. uh, Tony Romo, 10,000 to 1. Um, who else uh, enters it? Uh, let's see. So much bookmakers, t- 10,000 to 1. Brooks Kepka, 7 to 1. Uh, Michael Kim, 500 to 1. That's the highest, like, normal golf odds, Cam. You know Michael Kim? Yeah, I know Michael Kim. Yeah, I Michael found a Kim. Stuart Dean. He's 2,500 2, to 1 on Mr. Green, and Tony Romo on my book is uh, 2,500 to 1. So I guess at the Westgate, you get 10 grand. That's. Uh, Pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. This guy, Michael Kim, has missed the cut in 13 of his last 14 uh, tournaments. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, he's uh, at least at the Westgate. Yeah, he's he's the last odds besides, uh, and then there's a dip to Tony Romo. All right, uh, Mark. Uh, so um, we've got uh, Milwaukee and Boston uh, tonight. I don't know what the database says, but the eyeballs, uh say that Boston could be in some trouble this evening, Mark. Um, I know that, you know, the numbers you look, Milwaukee have been very, very good at home as a home favorite. They've been dominant in the playoffs. They're they're killing people in the playoffs. They're 7-1 and one against the spread, I believe, now. Um, they're, the te- they're the team that's had the easiest run through the postseason so far, the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, what, what does Boston have left in the tank tonight, Mark? What do you think? Well, it's going to have to be pride, Gabe. You know, uh, it's a basketball team that didn't expect to be down 3-1. And, you know, you also put next to that what's happened in the playoffs this year, that number when teams win games, they're 52-6 and against the spread in the playoffs this year. So only six times that a team won a game and not covered the spread. It doesn't bode well for Boston here tonight, but there's something in my gut that just tells me that you're going to end up seeing a different Boston Celtic team here than we saw that got blown out at home in their last game. I'm going to lean to Boston in the basketball game, but uh, I'm going to stay away from it largely because of that 52-6 and six number that's in, present in the game. And, you know, you're right. you got to believe they're going to show some pride here. It is a big number, Cam, but Milwaukee 7-1 and one against the spread now uh, in, in the playoffs. Um, as a home favorite, they're 9-1-1 in their last 11. They're just smashing teams. I mean, when they win, they just they win by double digits, and they've only lost once. If anything, there's Brogdon's been back too. a couple of slower starts. Uh, they've had a couple of slower starts. Yeah, Broad will be back, but there's been a couple of slower starts uh, for Milwaukee. And then in the second half, they really flex their muscle, uh, Mark. And you know, this has been a pattern throughout the, the, the postseason. Milwaukee in the second half and then into the fourth quarter, 
They just suffocate you and kill you. I mean, look, look at look at the game the other night against Boston. They had Middleton and Gian is both on the bench in foul trouble, and their no-name bench pulled away. And then the the starters came in and then just crushed them after the fact. I think Boston come out, show some heart, land a couple of early punches, uh, but ultimately they get worn out and um, the series is over tonight. I think Milwaukee end up covering the number. And I hate laying nine points, guys. It's just not in my DNA to do, but Milwaukee are just a covering machine. They're rolling. Rolling uh, at at home. All right, we've got Houston and Golden State. And uh, I do fear the deer. <laughs> um, um, we got Houston and Golden State. And uh, this one, this one, Mark, you know, I thought Houston had a real puncher's chance coming into this. Golden State are still really good. They're still, you know, they're still the most talented team, but they're a little bit vulnerable right now. Houston lose the first two games. I still didn't think they were done. I wasn't surprised they went home and won both games. I probably should have grabbed the series price when I could got it at like plus 500 at that point in time. But now that it's a best of two or three, what do you make uh, What do you make happening here? Well, you got the Golden State Warriors defending champion at home off back-to-back losses. And uh, Houston talking a little bit cocky right now, feeling good about their chances. And it's sort of like poking the snake, if you will. Uh, I think it's going to be a different result here tonight with Golden State at home licking their wounds off those two losses here. And I think we're going to see the Golden State basketball team that will make it to the finals, I think, and eventually take on the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Golden like State responds. Like didn't like the way they closed it out, Gabe. You saw they had chances there with free throws and stuff, and they still, Golden State had opportunities to put the game into overtime. Houston has a real hard time closing games when they have a lead they didn't look very good and even chris paul like ripping them it's like we got to be better than that well you're not going to get many other opportunities golden state might just lay like punch you out knock you out early in this game i don't see them losing three consecutive games uh in a row outright uh we should just note right now that uh the soccer miracles continue and uh we're in the middle of it uh once again as uh, Tottenham have just scored two goals in the last, like, 10 minutes. And it is now 2-2. Ajax lead 3-2 on aggregate because they scored one goal on the road, which I find dumb. They should just go with goal. Yeah. It's 2-2 in a game right now. (laughs) So Liverpool need one more goal, and then suddenly they're tied for real. (laughs) Or, uh, excuse me, Tottenham after Liverpool. And Mark, yesterday... Barcelona and Liverpool played. It was 45 to 1, Mark. Minus 4,500 that Barcelona was going to advance. They were up 3 0. They, they could basically, they had to give up four goals not to advance. Well, Liverpool scored four goals. Now, similar situation. We were just joking at the half. There's no way in hell it happened again. And uh, here, uh, here they are, Tottenham, plus 2,000. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game-time positions when he plays your radio continues fantasy sports uh, radio network, iHeart uh, Radio, YouTube. I'm blown away by this soccer madness and craziness over the last uh, 24 hours. But uh, tonight we've got uh, Golden State uh, and uh, and Houston. And uh, you know what's interesting here, Mark, is that um, the uh, the total, the first game went under the number. And uh, there goes your perfect game, Yang, just for the record. <laughs> hey, I see, I see you pause, and I said, oh, sit the mic. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, my bad. I'm Yang's sorry talking shit during the break. Perfect game today, kicking ass. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Is this like the announcers? Turn the mic. Pull the Joel Embiid, Yang. Yeah, it's just like the That's announcers. That's why you don't do the airplane, buddy. Just like the announcers. Where it's like, God, the guy's uh, perfect for the thing, and his next shot he misses. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what you get for patting yeah. yourself on the back six minutes into the show, bro. <laughs> like, like the fact that the fact that we've successfully called Mark Lords doesn't uh, constitute a parade here, Yang. Man, Yang's one of these guys, Mark. He scores a touchdown. We're getting 15, uh, 15 yard flag, excessive celebration. He's got to act like he's been there before. <laughs> Well, I think he's doing a great job for you guys. Uh, I don't know, uh, nothing like a rah-rah guy, and it sounds like he's just that, and I think uh, I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says he's too raw sometimes. He's rah-rah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, great job, Yang. All right. Um, so, as I was saying, um, the, uh, the total, the first game, Golden State and Houston have pretty much been an under machine when these two teams play against each other. And the first game stayed under the number, but they keep just creeping over because of, ooh, there was a bunch of points late. Uh, the other night, we barely got to the push at 220, and they missed a million shots and free throws at the end of the game. But in, for my money, guys, and I think this game's going over the number tonight, you look like uh, Golden State haven't shot the ball well for the last two games, and they've still got there with the over, and depending on when you bet it last time, at 219 and a half, 220. Um, Still, I think I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game tonight. I think the shots are going to fall uh, for Golden State tonight. I expect Durant and Curry to have big, big games this evening. I agree with you, Gabe. You know, it's a return to the mean time for Golden State when you're off back-to-back subpar performances. You know, you'll have a better chance than not to go back the other way, and if they do that, they're at home. And the other part of the equation is that those two subpar performances were in Houston. Now they're home, home cooking where they like the court. I think it all works in Golden State's favor. I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair that Golden State's going to end up liking. Here's a good number for you, though. Uh, you're talking about Golden State when they've been a favorite in the playoffs in the conference round, and they're coming off back-to-back losses since Steve Kerr's been there. They've been there 12 times in that role. They've won all 12 games straight up and 10-2 and two to the number. So good number supporting Golden State tonight. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, Gabe, I really I, I think about it. Like this, like I really want to take Houston guys, but six. Yeah, it's, it's like if you look at the Milwaukee Boston game, nine, eight and a half, nine. That's different. But with six, right, Morency with the fouls at the end and stuff. Even if they do keep it close and they're behind Golden State can pull away, but. Houston's shown the ability. Hey, Gabe, you talk, we talked about this before, the low series price after they were down 2 to nothing, and Golden State on the money line looks a little bit lean at, uh, at 260, 270, don't you think? Well, I've got Golden State. Uh, I think Golden State's going win to the, win the game. I've got a money line parlayed with the Milwaukee Bucks. I also laid the points uh, with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, Houston can play with them. We've seen this. Uh, we saw it last year as well. If they can't beat them this year, they're never going to beat them. This this is a final stand, and you could argue that if they don't beat them today, they're not going to beat them uh, in this series. Very similar, you know. These game fives, basically, I think it's uh, I think it could be 82 percent uh, in the NBA when uh, when games are tied at two. Whoever wins at game five, you know, we see with the Raptors uh, now. Mark, they're in the driver's seat against the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, but uh, you know, I I for me personally, I've got Golden State uh, winning this basketball game. I think they probably cover. It's going to be right around the number, but I think it goes over uh, the number as well. So, uh, Mark, let's uh, let's get into the baseball. Um, Clayton Kershaw. I hate riding teams that win every night. I mean, when you're looking for a sweep, it's always tough. You got Clayton Kershaw has been absolute money against uh, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Chris Sale has struggled, finally got a win against the Chicago White Sox. He's 6-0 and his last six uh, at Baltimore. Uh, but I guess we shouldn't be surprised that one of the uh, the biggest uh, trend bet against at the night tonight are the uh, Miami Marlins that have been a freaking disaster. Yeah, Miami's really, really on hard times right now, guys. Uh, they can't win baseball games. They can't hit. They can't fill the seats. There's a lot of pressure right now on Derek Jeter with his new owner here right now. And, uh, you know, I think right now they're in a world of hurt. Uh, it's a baseball team now worse on top of it. I mean, they're throwing Jose Arena tonight, who's lost 18 of his last 19 starts in April and May the last two years. Uh, I wouldn't want to be holding a Miami Marlins ticket tonight. Uh, I can't go out and lay that kind of wood with the Cubs, but it certainly keeps me out of the Miami Marlins. I had a one Miami ticket last night. And I should have used it as toilet paper. They suck. <laughs> uh, one in 18 uh, streak um, the Marlins are right now. So the last 19 times that Jose Urena has started in the month of uh, April or May, they are one in 18. Some strong numbers for Kyle Hendricks. 0.86 earned run average. 0.76 whip at home. Uh, he's also three and zero at home in his career against. Uh, the Marlins. I've got a piece of the Cubs also uh, in parlays uh, this evening. I didn't want to lay the straight up price, but I thought it was worthy of. Uh, listen, I you know I don't want to over overthink things. The fact is, the Marlins, when it's all said and done, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the history of baseball. And anytime it's like not overly insane, you know, I think you can bet against them. They won earlier this week against the Cubs, but. The wins are few and far between, and I don't think they're going to be uh, – I don't think suddenly they're going to turn it around. They're a horrible baseball team. Derek Jeter can fire all the people he wants, but it's his fault. He's the one that uh, somehow he's worse than Loria, you know? And I'm sure Marlin fan thought, oh, this will be good. Derek Jeter takes over, Mark, but it's actually been worse. 
Yeah, things are really going south, like I mentioned, for the Miami here. And where they've been really bad, they've been, been pathetic, in fact. You look at them on the road this year, they cannot hit a lick. I know they were at 1.1 1 and 10 to the under. I don't know what it's been here of late for them uh, on the road. Uh, I know they went over in the two Cubbies games, but I'd look for that to reverse real quick here, and it could start tonight. All right, Mark. Uh, so before we get Mark you out of here, your coffee club. What's that, Cam? Yeah, I was just going to ask him about because um, Mark, uh, his background with Cleveland, Mark, with all the injuries and stuff. Just an interesting take about the sports books and you know Bieber's going tonight, Mark. But they've been money money burners this team. The White Sox are dogs every night against them, and I know obviously Bieber's good, but you're getting Lopez at uh, plus 180 in this baseball game tonight, Mark. The Cleveland Indians are just one of those teams that, you know, New Jersey, Vegas, they all just, it's kind of like name value when you were think, really think about it, though. They can't hit, and they got all their uh, best pitchers playing like junk or hurt, too. They're a, they're a false favorite these days. That sort of fits the criteria of a big, ugly dog, if you will, Cam. You take a look at Cleveland, like you mentioned, uh, they're not playing good baseball. They've got the injuries, and they're still priced like the Cleveland Indians of old. And uh, give Chicago their due. They're scrappy. They're hanging around. They're winning games they shouldn't. i got to put Chicago White Sox, make them a big, ugly dog here tonight. I agree with you. All right, uh, so uh, Mark Lawrence's uh, Coffee Club. You can uh, check it out over at uh, playbook.com. Uh, and... Um... Uh, Mark, on a daily basis, you've got little NFL notes um, right now. You're talking about the Buffalo Bills. And, yeah, they're playing on uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, but as you know, they're going to play as many as 15 games uh, that start at 1 o'clock. And there's a lot of bitching about, ooh, they're not in prime time and all this stuff. But they don't deserve to be in prime time. They, haven't, they don't have a track record of being in prime time. So I don't I don't have any uh, any issue with it as a Buffalo Bill fan. But, in fact, I actually prefer it. That's going to be the downfall of a team like the Cleveland Browns. They're not used to playing four or five times under the lights. Um, they're going to be in flex games, and they're, you know, they're, they're very draining in these Sunday night games and Monday night games. And we've seen it in the past. There's always a drop off, and and you know, we remember talking about it last year after the Rams and the Chiefs uh, played in that epic game. None of them were really the same after after that. So. From a football standpoint, I think it's actually pretty good for the Bills. And I know the Bills are becoming, unfortunately, one of the trendier bets at over six and a half right now, Mark. But I like the fact that you have all these games at one o'clock. Nice and consistent, and it keeps the travel down. That's a good point, Gabe. The fact that uh, they don't have to worry about setting their alarm clock and getting their body clocks ready for football games. You're not got to worry about Buffalo flexing into a Sunday night game this year unlike you say the Cleveland Browns doing just that. And uh, I just ended up writing about the Cleveland Browns in the Playbook Football Preview Guide magazine. And my theme on the Cleveland Browns this year is humble pie. And what I'm saying basically is I hope they serve a big dose of humble pie in the locker rooms because this team is going to need it. They're just too many headlines, and they're the it team in the NFL this year. But they haven't proven a thing. They're the best team on paper going into the season here right now as far as improvement goes, but they're going to have to end up becoming a little bit more humble, taking on the role of an underdog, the Cleveland Browns, if they want to make the playoffs this year. Now, Odell Beckham's talking about how the Cleveland Browns are going to be like the New England Patriots, and he's going to turn them in yeah, to the New England Patriots. <laughs> slow, yeah. slow down, buddy. I, I know. New England Patriots. <laughs> 
Great New England Patriots. Again, talking about perfect game. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Well, the thing is, uh, you know, the, the Browns, it's funny. I was reading, they're not getting any bets. People aren't betting on them, or they're not really betting against them. I think there was a lot of hype coming into, you know, to the futures. But now that people see the futures, people really don't know what to do with them. Uh, but what you should do is go to playbook.com. That's uh, playbook.com. Thanks for the time, Mark. Hey, guys, my pleasure. Enjoy the games and be well. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Swing for the fences, playing daily fantasy baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer user, win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, or become one of the countless number of people who won thousands and thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions of DFS winnings. That's the 2009 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a special 10% discount today. And uh, we'll hit the uh, the DFS a little bit uh, later on on the program. We've got a couple of NBA uh, games, just the one game. International Hockey League, and it's Wednesday, so it's uh, Cam's uh, Golf Day. Uh, we've got uh, the Byron oh, Nelson. Four. So yeah, actually, you know what? You taking Tony Romo, DraftKings? Is he listed? <laughs> I, I, no, I imagine he wouldn't be listed. Yeah, he's listed. Yeah, he's. I think he's got to be listed. Let's go check it out because when I did my team, I didn't even look at there, but I'll look for him. Yeah, he's got to be listed because he's in the tournament, right? I think they list every single player. He'll be the bottom one at uh, five thousand yeah, bucks or. No, nah, I think they. No, nah, I think they just they just list the. Uh, they don't list like the tour member. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no data for him. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Let's take a look here. Yeah. Go right down to the bottom. Oh, I, yeah, it's going to be interesting. See if he's there. Oh, Romo, there he is. Romo, Romo. Yeah, he'll be there. $6, he's, he's in the tournament, right? So, yep. Cheapest guy. I just guy. said, yeah, yeah he's, he's $6,000. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I told you, yeah, yeah, he was going to be listed. He's with Derek Oland, Todd Balkin, like Davis Riley. Yeah, I didn't even heard of some of these guys, so. Smiley Kaufman, tough times. He's 6000 bucks now. Yeah, I don't think Romo's a good play in DFS, Gabe. I'd avoid him. No, no, no. You're better off taking him to win at 10000 to one at least. Because, at least, you know, maybe, maybe you got a puncher's chance at lightning strikes here. But, yeah, that's comical that he actually is. So, is he the last? Is he officially the last one? Yeah, him with, yeah, you're right. Well, there's uh, a bunch of guys at 6000 Where's our boy, Mike? It's a big group of them. <laughs> it's almost not Who's fair your boy? to the real golfers that are six thousand dollars. Michael Kim. Yeah, Michael Kim. He'll be probably. I'm thinking Michael Kim will be like sixty-two hundred. That's my guess. I'll go for Alpha. Sixty-three, exactly. Yeah. See, I'm sixty-three hundred. He can't. Can't be in Romo's category. 
That's a disrespect. And Michael Kim is sixty four hundred. Yeah, yeah, he's missed 13 in the last 14 cuts. Yeah, he's uh, struggling. Yeah, a lot of lot of, lot of problems down at the bottom of the the DraftKings board here. Yeah, hey, here, but well, that's why though. There's Apparently, a big difference. Uh, he won some uh, people. We won't be able to enjoy it, Gabe. But the the Beth Page Black with the PGA Championship, Brooks Kepka did something for Michelob where he like hit a ball into like. A gorge or whatever, or a barge, and uh, yeah, he had a trick golf shot. So people in beer, New York City, some random bars get you free beers between three and six o'clock. What Michelob? <laughs> yeah, Mich- yeah, Michelob. Oh, it says Kepka day. I says, yeah. <laughs> Brooks Kepka has earned himself a bunch of new fans in New York City with 2019 championship being held at Beth Page Black on Long Island. Michelob Ultra gave Kepka yeah. <laughs> Michelob Ultra gave Kepka the opportunity to win beer for New Yorkers. If he could hit a shot from Governor's Island under the barge on Hudson River, he did disappoint. Three beers at selected bars at New York City, 3 to 6 p.m. while we're doing the show, May 16th, the first day of the PGA Championship. Yeah, I'm sure they're, uh, what kind of bars serve Michelob Ultra, too? <laughs> Michelob Ultra. Uh, I don't know. Hey, bars you better don't have if they just gave money Low to carb. everybody. Yeah, it's exactly. It's those uh, probably happened like outside my window, essentially. This stuff. Brooks Kepka shot on a barge. It's actually pretty cool. It's not easy to do. Um, yeah, the team at Michelob, Michelob uh, Ultra six packs. Oh, basically everybody, uh, you get five dollars off now. Michelob Ultra six packs in the New York area, and you get uh, you'll get one free Ultra. Michelob at certain bars uh, around the New York. Certain. That's pretty vague. Certain bars. You're supposed to do yeah, go door to door. There is. Yeah. Knock. You got a beer for me? <laughs> hey, Doctor, are you guys doing the Michelob promotion? Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Next bar. <laughs> Three to six. Uh, we'll be on the air vague. anyway. You're right. So, Who cares for a Michelob? Tottingham. Uh, Tottingham coming close. Actually, Ajax just hit the goalpost, and they could have they could have went up four uh, two on aggregate, three uh, two in the game. The game is tied two two, but Tottenham need another goal. They're laying it on the line. They've come close a few times, but Ajax are doing a good job of shutting it down uh, right now. Uh, they're into the 83rd minute as uh, Ajax are trying to uh, get into the Champions League final against uh, against Liverpool. Uh, who had the big shocking uh, win yesterday. So a little bit of a delay today. Normally we don't really have a delay. Uh, it's yeah, like a I'm, slight I'm with little, you. Uh, I'm feeling it too. Like a second. Uh, it's, usually it's just a little quicker, rapid, uh, rapid fire. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get you yep. to it. Uh, we'll keep our eye on this game as it uh, winds down. So uh, speaking of golf too, got the British, the British Masters. We were saying this morning, it is true. There's some real, uh, there's some good names here. Like, if you're ever looking for an alias, you can just pick one out of the here, the British Masters. There's there's some real, uh, <laughs> there's some real, there's some real good ones. Nacho Elvira. Yeah, like Nacho. Nacho Elvira. Like, if you told, Maxim- if you got pulled over by the cops. a million and you told somebody, if you got pulled over by the cops and you told uh, you told the cops your name was Nacho Elvira, you'd get tased. 
You'd be on TV getting beat up on video by the cops. Sorry, sir. I don't have any ID. What's your name? Nacho Elviro. Uh, not Elvira. Nacho Elvira. 60 to 1, Nacho Elvira. Where's Nacho? Nacho's how, good. How is he? He's a Spaniard. Where's he from? He's good. Spain. He's Nacho a Spaniard. Elvira. Here's a guy. Christian. Yeah, what like is. Uh, oh, yeah. Good luck with that Borden one. Christian. Bazzetta Hoot. Bazzetta Hoot? Uh, oh, Bazzetta yeah, Hoot? Like, uh, I think he's like Dutch. Yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce that one. Maximilian Kiefer. You said it, man. Shub Hanker Sharma. They got some great names on this tour. Like, it's, it's What's nuts. What's this guy's name? Robert Rock. Robert oh, yeah, Rock. Yeah, Rob Rock. He's good. He's got great hairdo. Rob Rock's got a great lid. He's good. Caleb Richie Schick Rich Ramsey. Like, <laughs> Richie Ramsey. Remember the... Yeah, Rich Ramsey's Rich, Scottish, actually. Rich Ramsey's the Scot. Yeah, there's, some, there's some great names here. Uh, Min Woo Lee. And we were talking about... Uh, there's Martin Keimer. Yeah, Martin Keimer's 50 to 1, actually. Uh, yeah, Thomas Weisberger. There's another burnt. Burnt Rit. Oh, listen to this one. Burnt Rithammer. Burnt Rithammer. 500 to 1. Wow. Rithammer. Jack Singh Brar. <laughs> Jacko Van Zeele. Yeah, Jack Singh Brar? Yeah. You ever heard of that guy? You yeah. ever heard of him? Oh, yeah. Jacko Van Zeele. Jacob Zeel. Van. Yeah, yeah, he's South African. Yeah, Jacko Van Zeele. You're right. You got it. South African player. Kim Koivu. Matthew Nixon. Yeah, he's been. Kind of a normal one. Here's a good one. Grant yeah. Forrest. Grant, Grant Forrest. Forrest. There's Max Schmidt. Uh, Connor. Who's this? Connor Goff. <laughs> it's like Goff, but with a G. I don't know that guy. He's 500 Goff. to 1. No Goff. Pedro Figueredo. <laughs> Espen Kofstad. Uh, man, you got some just, you got, I don't know who the hell any of these guys are. Who's Lee this guy? Slattery. Bergamaski? Oh, yeah, Lee Slattery's old school, man. Yeah, Lee Slattery's been on that tour for like 20 years. He's an old guy. Lee Slattery. John Crocker. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Crocker this week a lot. Crocker's good. He's been playing great. Crockpot. I like Sean Crocker. A lot, yeah. Actually, he's one of my bets this week. I'm, I'm only betting three guys there, and Crocker's one of them. He's good. I told you, my guy is uh, Ty Hatton, 18 to 1, and uh, Alexandra yep. Levy. Oh, yeah, Alex Levy. Alexander yeah, Levy. Very good player. Yeah, Levy. 66 to 1. I, I got a French guy, to too, one. Benjamin Haybear. Yep, I got Haybear at 60. I'd look, take a look at Burnt Wiesberger at 55. Crocker looks good at 50. And my, uh, my uh, chalk pick, 22 to 1, Matt Wallace. He's my Brit. Fleetwood's probably going to do it. He's he's a favorite at eight to one, but I like where you're going. You get ten more. You get you get a better value with Ty Hatton at eighteen to one. Eddie Peppel is good, but he shouldn't be twenty to one. He should be closer to like twenty two, twenty five. Westwood twenty eight. Yeah, it's a good tournament, man. You said there's a lot of good names here. Like all the guys that aren't playing in the other other tournaments are off. Like Fleetwood, Hatton, Pepperell, Wallace, Deuce Loughton, Westwood. Like those are good names. Big big tournament this week. Um, it sounds like a bunch of made-up names, though. Like I said, 
when you add up these guys' names, you got Gavin Green, sounds fake. Robert Rock. You know, Robert Rock. Richie Ramsey. <laughs> sounds like a boy band. Uh, Richie Ramsey, Robert Rock, Gavin Green, yeah. and uh, and the drummer Wade Ormsby. To... <laughs> oh yeah, Wade, Wade Ormsby on drums. Who the hell is this Ormsby guy? Gog and Abul Bular. You know Gog? No, oh, Gog and yeah, Gog and Jeet Bular. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. name. Gog yeah, Indian guy. Yeah, Gaganjeet Bula. That's probably yeah, my name good. if there's I was another, Indian. There's... <laughs> Sports Rage becomes Gaganjeet. Yeah. yeah, there's another one, too. Oh, Gabriel. Guy doesn't even, I don't even know Gabriel his name. becomes Gaganjeet. SSP. Like, I don't know what his name is, but his name, it just says SSP. Chawazia. He's 400 to 1. SSP. I don't know what it stands for, but his first name is three letters. You see it down at 400 to 1. SSP. Yeah, maybe it's too yeah, it's too long to fit on the font. That's for sure. I'm assuming. Yeah, like SSP Chawazia, uh, 400 to one. Doesn't sound like these uh, these guys' odds are. I mean, how about this guy? Sounds like uh, it's a great law firm here. David Law. <laughs> yeah, David Law. David Law, 300 to one. Right next to our boy Demetrius Papadatos. And you got you got people from all over Europe uh, in this one. Here you got Nick Cullen. That sounds like a hockey player's name. Nick Cullen. Yeah, it does. Uh, Sebastian Soderberg. That's Kim, sounds, uh, that's hockey. There's Kim Koivu. Oh, there's a lot of hockey sounding names. Kim Koivu. I don't know. It sounds like you know Saku Koivu's sister or something. <laughs> uh, to me, best name well, though Peter, is Nacho Elvira. Yeah, I like Nacho too. It's a good name, fantastic name. He's good Peter too. That's a, or who who calls their kid Maximilian? Maximilian Kiefer. That's a great handle. Maximilian, come on. Peter Hansen doesn't sound trustworthy. Peter Hansen sounds like a, you yeah, know Peter Hansen. Also, yeah. It sounds like man, my accountant Peter Hansen really screwed me over. Thank <laughs> you, know I mean. Uh, trust like me, Peter Hansen sounds over like trustworthy, screw. but then you get screwed over. Oh, he'll screw you over. He's a Swede, too. I used to, yeah, Peter Hansen, you don't think he's Swedish, but he is. That guy screwed me out of money before with late collapses. Not a Peter Hansen guy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. can't make this up you can't make this up although you can but they're into extra time five minutes of extra time they were about to blow the whistle Tottingham just scored Tottingham just scored 
literally like in extra time, they pulled the goalie and they scored. <laughs> they did the old pull the goalie. The goalie was up playing forward and they were in like, this is unbelievable. You can't make this shit up, man. Like this is They're wow. going to advance. That's away goal. That's crazy. Ajax are devastated, lying face first in the grass right now. The coach of, of Tottingham is in shock. The coach of Ajax has fallen to the turf like he's been shot. Ajax players are like, I did it. Wow. Un- and we didn't bet it again. Like, I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't know, man. All these years at EPL getting laughed at and stuff like that. Yeah. They're they're, there's only five minutes of extra time. They're in a six minutes right now, seven to seven minutes. <laughs> like, that's the thing. There's no clock in soccer, right? Like, this is America. People would be pissed. Yeah, it's all bullshit. They scored with six oh, minutes. Of the game's supposed would. to be over. <laughs> it is bullshit because you look oh, you now think Ajax about are it. in desperation mode. They should have. Now, Ajax are in a desperate state. They need a goal. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I can't believe it. I just, you know, you think you've seen it all. You think you've seen it all. And you, how the hell do you top yesterday? Damn, this is why soccer is so popular around the world, bro. When people are, oh, soccer is boring and all this. I don't know. It's more uh, exciting than an average baseball game. <laughs> like, this is, I, I can't even, I'm going to lose for words. I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose for words. Here they come again. I don't know if people are aware of this, but Ajax fans are pretty crazy, guys. Like, they do riot and shit in Amsterdam. <laughs> they're they're going to burn Amsterdam down. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Dave talked about it. Absolute madness going on in soccer right now. Tottenham with three to two lead tight on aggregate, but these guys are probably going to advance on goals. We're in extra time right now. Extra, extra time. Tottenham up three to two on Ajax, tied at three on aggregate, but Tottenham with the most away goals at three. So we will see how this uh, ends. Crazy after the Liverpool story yesterday. I don't even know what the hell's going on. This could be the craziest two days of soccer if you pay, put it up in the history. This is absolute that madness. It's nuts. I don't even know where to go. Afternoon baseball this afternoon. Texas Rangers slugger Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo hit his 100th homer. That was the first player to hit 100 home runs before getting 100 singles. And Hunter Pence hit a grand slam. Pittsburgh won 9-6. to six. The Phillies, they blanked the cards 5 to nothing. A final there. Brewers taking out the Nationals 7-3. We got games on the go right now. Arizona and Tampa Bay. Bottom 11 there in extras. 2-2. Tampa Bay runner on second. One out. And we have the Mets. 2-2. 
uh, with the Padres. Mets and Padres tied at two, heading into the bottom of the fifth inning. Remember, we get these early starts. They're there again tonight, 6-10 with the next wave of games. Chicago White Sox at Cleveland. The Tribe now laying minus uh, 200, eight and a half. Lopez and Bieber, 635 baseball action. Seattle at the Yankees. Yanks minus 140, total nine and a half. We got Kikuchi and Lasagna. 705 Boston minus 300 at Baltimore over under eight and a half sale in Cashner 707 Minnesota looking for the sweep tonight they're minus 15 at Toronto nine Gibson and Thornton 710 we got the Angels minus 120 at Detroit total eight Skaggs versus Boyd 805 Miami at the Cubs Cubbies minus 250 Urena and Hendricks uh, we got 810 action Kansas City at Houston Astros minus 225 total nine Lopez and Peacock Seattle Seahawks front runners to land pass rusher Ziggy Ansah, according to the NFL Network. The contract has not been finalized, and the Buffalo Bills also remain interested in the sack artist. The 29-year-old who's recovering from off-season shoulder surgery racked up 48 sacks in six seasons with the Detroit Lions, including 14 and a half back in 2015. Seattle needs that boost to the pass rush after trading Frank Clark to Kansas City. Buffalo looking to add another big body to the line after drafting Ed Oliver ninth overall. Four-time Grey Cup winner Ricky Ray announcing his retirement after 16 seasons in the CFL. One of the most prolific passers in league history. He ends his career as one of just four quarterbacks to throw for more than 60,000 passing yards. He ranks fifth all-time with 324 touchdowns. The 39-year-old also tops in the history with 68.2, the highest completion percentage ever. Two have been convicted in a college basketball corruption trial. Christian Dawkins and amateur hoop coach Merle Code have been convicted on a single bribery conspiracy count today in a two-week trial that showed top college coaches were paid off to steer NBA-bound athletes to favored handlers. They were also acquitted of multiple charges in the case, and four assistant basketball coaches have pleaded guilty in connection with the scandal and await sentencing. We talked about uh, two more in the NBA Finals tonight, talking to Mark Lawrence about the game's elimination time. It all things open up. Game one of the double bill at 8 p.m. Eastern. Milwaukee and Boston. Bucks laying eight and a half total, 220 and a half. Bucks up three to one. Malcolm Brogdon probable for tonight's game. Next up, 10:30. Where Golden State hosting Houston. Warriors minus six, 220 and a half. Uh, this best of series now a th- best of three, tied at two. One final elimination game in the NHL tonight. S.J. Sharkey hosting pesky Colorado. Sharks leg a buck 40 over under five and a half, 9 p.m. start. Winner gets St. Louis in the Western final. McAvoy of the Bruins only got one game for that uh, headshot to Josh Anderson. You'll miss Thursday night's opener. It's Carolina and Boston in the Eastern final Thursday night. Patrick Harrington getting his wish. Captain's picks for the upcoming Ryder Cup cut from four picks to three picks. Tiger Woods was spotted at Bethpage Black today before getting tuned up for next week's PGA Championship. And we mentioned this, Tony Romo, the biggest bet on the board here, uh, biggest dog, 10,000 to one at the Westgate Superbook in Vegas. A uh, couple people, yeah, six people have bet him. One guy threw 100 just bucks bet on it now. him. This is going to be. I want in. Yeah. What? He's winning. You want in? Put He's 10 winning. bucks on him. I want in. Romo. Oh. Uh, Romo. No, 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 no. His no. third stuff? No, no. <laughs> Putting $100,000. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that guy who put 100 bucks in, that's balls. Anyway, yeah, so Romo, he's 10,000 to one. We'll go through all that stuff. Hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio, hosted by Gabe Renzi. Coming up, we had Mark Lawrence and Dan Blue will join us on the show. Stay tuned, everybody. Coming right back. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. 
It's a Festivus miracle. Dear God. Think they're getting drunk right now in England, Cam? <laughs> yeah, they get they get drunk on wow. a regular day, Gabe. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. You said it. Like, what a 48 hours for British soccer. Both teams on the ropes and now come back and win. It looked like it was going to be Ajax versus Barcelona, and you got Tottenham and Liverpool. Oh, yeah, you said it. The Brits are getting tuned up. Expect some well-done roast tonight. Lots of gravy, taters, and uh, and suds. Lots of dark beers being drunk right now. I'm expecting violence later on, Gabe, after the happiness turns to bitterness and the glasses break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll be it all happy. It always starts first, like and then the Tottenham and Liverpool Liverpool uh, fans will start going at it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You see them in the bar. Hey, you're you're a red supporter. Smash, smash. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's true. They're all friends uh, until uh, now. Uh, I can't believe it's happening. This is nuts. Just nuts. <laughs> um, it's just it's amazing. Like you said, 24 hours plus. Uh, Meghan Markle uh, had uh, had another little one of their little. Uh, Little spoiled kids, spoiled <laughs> little kids. spoiled, yeah. little spoiled yeah. prince, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what, what, what they name the kid, anyways? Uh, yeah, some I saw her earlier, and too. I thought, it's like, Archie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Archie, but it's got like five names with Archie. But Archie sounds good. I like Archie. Archie, come here, Archie. Archie. Like, sounds like a dog. When I saw this. Yeah, when I saw this, I thought it was like, because uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but they're doing a live version of Archie Bunker next week, or in two weeks or whatever, coming up on TV. And I've noticed they've started to really uh, promote it on TV a bit. There's been ads, yeah, yeah. And the Jeffersons can. <laughs> back to back. Wow. They're, re- they're recreating <laughs> it. So, like, it's not the same. Obviously, it's not the same actors. So, yeah, Woody Harrelson is uh, is Archie Bunker. Are you it's gonna be the same set? No, one night only though. Like they're not. It's one night only. It's like one episode, and it's live, and it's back to back. So they have the soundstage set up. There's a live studio audience. It's gonna be live on television too, which makes it cool. So it's live, live, live. They're shooting it live, and it's uh, an episode, and they're recreating. I don't know which episode they're recreating. But they're they're not making a new one. They're they're recreating an old Archie Bunker episode, uh, like you know, basically word for word, except Woody Harrelson is Archie Bunker. It's an all-star cast. Uh, Will Ferrell is like producing it. Will Ferrell's in it, I think. And wow. Um, and he played Meathead. And a live. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good question. Actually, I was thinking Meathead should play Meathead. He's he's the only guy that looks the same still. <laughs> Like for some reason, I agree. I like Meathead. I know it. Meathead's really aged the same. I, that's what I'm saying. But you know, Will Ferrell really has. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think he'll probably want to play Meathead. He'll be Meathead. I'm not sure if Will Ferrell's in it or Will Ferrell's producing this or he's part of it. You know who's wrote, wrote the show? Oh, he'll though, be the one. guy uh, Norman Lear did on it. Is uh, James yeah. Brooks, the guy that did uh, Cheers and Fraser and stuff. It's all heavyweights. Yep. And then Jamie Fox. It's Jeff George Jefferson. <laughs> I can't wait for the Jefferson TV. one. I agree. It's going to be oh, awesome. Yeah. 8.22. Yeah, so I thought that was trending. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I'm just saying, it doesn't sound very, like, uh, royal, Archie. <laughs> In the future yeah. of Archie. King of England, Archie. <laughs> it's like, uh, Archie. Uh, no, they already said but I guess, kid, I don't know, his father's... This kid's got no... He's got no blood lineage, Gabe. He won't be, out of all the royals and stuff, he's, like, number seven on the pecking order. He's just going to be a, a regular rich citizen. He won't have any uh, crowns or anything like that. It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, but still, when you're seventh in that pecking order, Cam, it's it's a good pecking order. You you know you're taken care of. Yeah, it's true, and and some people might disappear. You never know. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Not Queen Elizabeth. Very interesting. Man. She's gonna she this lady. Yeah, this lady's that gonna change, live forever. Gonna, I'll die before uh, she will. Oh yeah, she'll. You, oh, you yeah, want to break yeah, that? I'll take that. Dying back. before Queen Elizabeth. It's a it's a lock, guaranteed, certified lock. Yeah, like I, I, I'm convinced she's like 160 as it is. <laughs> right. Oh, she'll, yeah, she's gonna live to like 135. Like I'm not worried. <laughs> They're the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Yeah, whatever. As you say, get bent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah whatever, Sussex Harry. Good for you, Megan. Is it Megan Canadian? Yes, she is. Gabe. Megan Gabe, I told this is what the story is. She prob I don't know what they paid, but Meghan Markle was doing a show called Suits. It was like a low-grade kind of show on Bravo. She is also in a Reitman's commercial for women's discount fashion wear. Like, you know, like yeah, a Chanel for bigger <laughs> women and whatever. It's, she is was the model for Reitman's. Like, I mean, like, you know, you go in there for a lady and get like a $5 pair of slacks. Like, it's a discounted bread. There's one at the Metro Hall there. She used to be the queen. Like, honestly, it, for treatments. Like, this is nuts, man. Like, think about how much money they let's make. Let's bring in, uh, let's bring in the, I'd be rerunning those commercials. <laughs> you guys want to think I'd like the Oh, I know. It's like, what? Queen the, of, what, like, check her contract. Check her commercial. That's, check, check, yeah, check let's bring in. Contract. They probably paid off, though. They burned the tape. Let's bring in Lou uh, right now. And uh, Lou, I don't know, uh, Cam Lou. What's up, Lou? Not too much, gentlemen. Happy to be back with you. Last week I went to the Yankee game and I missed uh, visiting with you, which I uh, w- which I do miss. Uh, and I'm happy to be back and speaking with you guys. We got hockey and fights and whatever else you want to discuss. Yeah, yeah, that's you rock and roll, Lou. Good to have you back. Good, good to have you back, Lou. So. Yeah, we're just talking. So I saw that um, the royal family, whatever, they so they had the kid, and the kid's name is Archie. And I don't know if you heard about this, but um, they're doing a live version of All in the Family, um, Archie Bunker. So I, I thought, like, I didn't think, when I clicked it, I didn't realize it was, like, the kid's name was Archie. <laughs> like I saw Archie trending. I'm like, oh, it must be about the All in the Family. 
Look, turns out the kid's name is Archie, but I got to assume, Lou, and we don't talk a lot of TV uh, with you, but you strike me as the type of guy that watched All in the Family. Not only did I watch it um, around home and in private, I'm an easy cross between Fred Sanford and Archie Bunker. Um, I grew up in a household <laughs> where, I mean it, I mean, I, I talk straight, and I, I grew up going to Vegas and going, taking my wife to the Sahara, and we'd go watch Don Rickles shows, and, and every <laughs> every punchline had four different jokes or, or endings. It was the Jew said, the Italian said, the Puerto Rican said, and the black man said, and we, we would laugh at our differences. And today, a lot of that goes away, but I can't wait to watch that live version or whatever they're doing. Uh, Norman Lear, as I understand, is involved. And I would tell you that Robert Viles, All in the Family, and Sanford and Son, you threw me on an island, give me those three, I'd be fine. I agree. It's the big Thank one. Elizabeth, I'm coming. Fred Sanford sounds the best. Fred Sanford, you heathenous bastard. Uh, so, yeah, so this is real cool. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, they try to redo things and it's cheesy. Like, all right, we're redoing Starsky and Hutch and it's this cheesy movie, whatever. But this is actually, it's hard to say, oh, this is going to suck. Like, they've got like Oscar winners and stuff like that. Um, so, Woody Harrelson is Archie Bunker. Um, Woody Harrelson is Archie Bunker. Marissa Tomei is uh, Edith Bunker. Oh, I don't know who the uh, this. Yeah, exactly. And you know Woody's going to be perfect at this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and they said, Woody, they said, will be good. Yeah, and they, the producer said, and it's James Brooks, the the guy that did uh, Cheers and Fraser and stuff, one of the writers, produced yeah. by Jimmy Kimmel and Norman Lear. So you got all star people in this. But they said, yeah, yeah, we're not, they didn't, we didn't tell them to like copy what they said. Basically, Woody is going to be a modern Archie Bunker. Like he's not going to copy, but they're redoing an episode. But me and Cam were talking earlier and, you know, a lot of them are dead and, you know, they'd be older or whatnot. But we said Meathead should be Meathead. And how about this, Cam? They haven't cast Meathead. It says still to be cast. I bet you it's going to be him, and it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be Meathead. Yeah, no one could play There's no meathead. way in hell like they're meathead. doing this live, and they don't have him yet. Come on. Like, it's going to be him. I agree. Yeah, he's, he's Meathead. He so. is Meathead. He even has the same politics in real life, like right now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean are you implying they're going to use Rob Reiner? Yes. yes, we are. Because I'm just saying, Lou. They have announced everyone in, in the cast here for both shows. And we'll give you the Jefferson's cast. They're doing the Jefferson's, too. So, back-to-back. Back. Um, so, like I said, they've got uh, Marissa Tomai is Edith Bunker. Woody Harrelson is Archie Bunker. Ellie Kemper, the unbreakable uh, Kimmy Schmidt, is uh, is Gloria. Uh, uh, Michael uh, Stivick, uh, Meathead, has still yet to be cast. As if did they announced Rob, this a month ago, two months ago. Did Rob Reiner and his wife, the gal that was played Laverne and Shirley, uh, who was a very funny comedian, uh, did they have a son? Because it maybe it's him. I, I have a hard time thinking Meathead would be Meathead. Uh, that said, it's it's widely known. James Brooks and Rob Reiner, good friends. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. guys. Still I yet to be cast. Lou. You talk about signatures? I, I'd like yeah. to bet on Meathead yeah. as Reiner, for sure. Interesting. There's That's no way like, that they wouldn't guys. have a cow. Yeah, I'm like just saying that this. there's no way they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're just we're just going to find someone a week before. Dude, they're auditioning this stuff like crazy right now. They're not just showing up to do this. Like, it's live television. They're not, like, shooting the show, Lou. Lou. That's what makes it so cool. It's live. It's going to be live TV. And just so we won't go on and on about it, but just for the Jeffersons, they're redoing the Jeffersons. And the Jeffersons, Jamie Foxx is George Jefferson. Wanda Sykes is oh. uh, Wheezy. Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Man. Those two together. Perfect. That's yeah. a great get casting this. call. That's the exactly goofy, Wheezy. The goofy, white, the goofy white neighbor, Tom, is Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, another good one, good although I'm I'm not a big feral yeah. guy, but I can see him playing that pretty well. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Produced by uh yeah, produced by Jimmy Kimmel, Norman Lear, and uh and James Brooks uh is is writing it. Um yeah, yeah this is off the hook, so it should be it. good. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, well, it'll be great. Yeah, May twenty second. May twenty second on wait. ABC. Uh, getting a real uh a uh, real, real plug I'm here for ABC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. My girlfriend, Gabe, you know, she's a little bit o- older than me. She, uh, we, 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 we love when we go down, to, when we go to the States and they watch that retro channel. We were watching Jefferson's like one night in our hotel room. Like they had a marathon on and our, all in the family. Like, man, we were dying. Like that's, they don't make TV shows like that anymore, man. I'm very excited. Uh, it's going to be awesome. You got me, you got me happy, Gabe. Yeah, no, exactly. Everyone's in a good mood now. <laughs> yeah. Make it had a kid. England wins. And Archie Bunker's people always say, oh, you can't put Archie Bunker on TV nowadays. Well, they're putting Archie Bunker on TV. All right. Lou with us to talk some hockey at uh, UFC on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. What song is this? Sounds like Hollow Oats or something. Uh, it does. Sounds happy. Blue. Damn blue. Uh, rock behind so, the clock. Rock behind uh, the clock. All right. Uh, so uh, we've got uh, we got game seven tonight, uh, Lou. Uh, game seven. Hey, man. Last night, crazy stuff, and you know. Uh, we're going to hear from Ken Danico, uh, actually, later. Actually, maybe we'll, we'll see if we can squeeze it in, actually. So we got Lou on right now. But 
you know, and I thought the same thing last night. And, and Lou, Cam had a future, nice pick on the Dallas Stars, like plus 250, put a couple hundred bucks on it when they were down a couple of games. And last night, um, you know, they were all over. Ben Bishop, Ben Bishop saved the Dallas Stars last night. And normally the way hockey works, and you and I, we got into the argument a couple of weeks ago about the randomness of hockey. And I said, wow, like, I almost thought that uh, that you were going to win last night, Cam, because of that. I'm like, well, Dallas, uh, you know, Two. Dallas are getting outshot like 54 to 22 or something like that. And you know the way hockey works. They're probably going to get a cheap one somehow. But, no, nah, they gave the right team the game. But it was funny. Ken Danico said the same thing this morning. He said, yeah. He goes, watching the game and the way St. Louis were dominating, he goes, I totally kept waiting for Dallas to score. And he started laughing. Even Ken Danico thought that. So true. But, wow. Game seven, overtime, Lou. And, quite frankly, it really wouldn't surprise me if they went to overtime tonight again. Uh, first of all, regarding those insights that both you and Cam and Ken Danico uh, touched upon, I completely agree with them. And, and I'll tell you what the common thread is there. Uh, the common thread is people who have watched intense hockey playoffs for decades. Uh, because if you haven't, that nuance, you might miss it. But anyone that's watched for, for a lot of years will easily understand Danico's feelings because that's what, that's what all our feelings were. Uh, the, the ice is tilted <laughs> to one side, then all of a sudden some guy jumps out of a penalty yeah. box, they hit him on the stick, and the game is over. I've seen it happen a yeah. ton of times, and I was expecting it to happen last night as well. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, Cam, uh, it was a great series for Gamblu followers. We took uh, Dallas at the beginning of the series plus 140. We took Dallas plus 240 after they were down zero to one. And then in game six, when St. Louis showed up in Dallas down two games to three, we come back and took St. Louis plus 250 for the Brilliant. series and set ourselves up in the perfect scenario where I could watch last night knowing I was winning either way. That's how you do Ooh, it, Lou. Blue. And, uh, I was a little bit more very, very, very smart, Lou, and uh, I hope we can be in those situations for the next series. Uh, Gabe knows I did two futures, so I still got St. Louis left. I picked Dallas and St. Louis. So I still have St. Louis at 12, uh, 12 to 1 or something to win the Western Conference. That, that future's still alive. All the other ones are dead. But the point I'm trying to make, and you guys bring up a good point, Gabe, and Ken probably talked about it. The thing that impressed me the most is when St. Louis was shelling uh, Bishop in that game, it's so hard for a goalie, Gabe. You played net to get in there when you're cold. And Biddington made huge saves after minutes and minutes of not seeing the puck. And I mean, like, not, I'm talking like diving crazy. There's something special about this kid right now, Marenzi. It's like he is zoned in and he's feeling it. And that's the hardest yep. thing to do when you're ice cold making saves when the team's countering because the Blues are all over them. Can, and we've seen a history. Oh, I'm sorry, Gabe. I, I was just going to say, Cam, when you and I were discussing this series at the beginning of the series, that 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 was really the difference in why I had taken St. Louis was because I was willing, I was willing to give this kid Bill, uh, Billington the uh, the the real deal moniker, and I I really think he is 
to outplay Bishop or to get past Bishop, I should say, because no one really outplayed him, was a pretty good feat. Uh, I was going to say that um, we've seen young goalies before win the Stanley Cup, right? It's one of these things where they always say, well, goaltending is the most important thing in the playoffs. And it is true. (laughs) You know, you need a good goalie, but goaltending is a weird, it's a weird beast in which sometimes some of these kids are too, too young and dumb to know any better, Lou. You know what I mean? You know, Patrick Wall led the Montreal Canadiens to a cup in 86. Cam Ward, 2006, with the Carolina Hurricanes. Totally agree. Just like running backs, uh, I, you know, look at Murray for Pittsburgh. You get them in there, they're young, they're 20 years old, and they're just, they're fast and quick as cats and lightning. And quite honestly, I'd rather take a guy like that over a a Rene or, you know, even though Rask is playing well, these 36-year-old goalies that have been there, uh, for a while, and I'm not I, I'm not picking on Rask because he's a big reason Boston is there. But I, I, I totally buy into Bennington. I buy into St. Louis. If anything, uh, if you want to try and criticize them, maybe a touch on special teams, maybe a touch with their offense. But lack of offense never stopped me uh, from siding with the team, and and I believe in St. Louis. Yeah, I kind of like um, I do. You know, I didn't. I, I was pulling for Cavs bet, but you look at the St. Louis Blues. They've been a very, very consistent organization over the years. They've been in the league now for essentially 50 years. They've never won a Stanley Cup before. I don't know. It's almost fitting, and I can almost see it. But there's different storylines here that could potentially yeah. happen still. But we all know the famous picture, guys, uh, of uh, Bobby Orr flying through the air yeah. face first after he scores the winning goal in the Stanley Cup, is against what team, Cam? The St. Louis Blues game. The St. Louis Blues. And who was in the net? Who was in the net? Gabe, they had it. That'd be Glenn. It was. Glenn it, Hall. It's so funny. Lou, are you, Glenn I Hall. I tell you guys Hall, this yeah. one, Good too. call. They did, they did a little documentary, right, on, like, Bobby Orr and whatever, and if you look at that picture right behind the net, there's a guy, like, there's an empty seat, and they go, what the hell? You, like, missed one of the biggest goals in hockey history. He's like, I was in the bathroom. Something like old guy Gabe, he had a bad bladder, and he, like, went to the bathroom. And that's, like, the only empty seat in the house with, like, Bo- with Bobby Orr's goal there. So they're like, oh, my God. Like, the guy's like, I can't believe one of the biggest moments of my life, and I'm taking a piss for it. But uh, the St. Louis Blues, the thing yeah, about them, too, why I think they're scary. And they could- yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, they had a little uh, commercial with them. He was good. Why I think they could beat Colorado or San Jose guys is also they're doing this without their best players. Tarasenko and O'Reilly haven't really even stepped up. Schwartz has really picked up his game. They're they're the perfect blend of young and old with Dunn and Edmondson and Bo Meester and all these other guys. And you said it, Marenzi. It's an excellent point. I was thinking last night, this organization has always been when they were good, they underachieved, and it almost feels like a perfect storm for St. Louis for all those years of disappointment when no one expected it to actually going to the finals and maybe winning. Well, St. Louis They're like the Washington struggled. Wizards of the NHL. Yeah. They're like a team that they're just sort of there. You know they're what I there, mean? They're yeah. good. They're good enough. I know. They made the playoffs like 23 years in a row. But I've always said the best coach of all time in any sport, Lou, is uh, Scotty Bowman. And, you know, listen, you can look. John Wooden was great, all right? 
John Wooden sort of had advantages. There weren't a lot of great players, and he had them. Um, uh, Red Arbach, okay. You know, a hell of a run, but, you know, you had Bill Russell, so no one else did, essentially. It was one of these, one era. A lot of these great coaches and legends won in an era. Scotty Bowman, we're talking about Scotty Bowman. You want hockey trivia, so Glenn Hall's the goalie. Bobby Orr scores. A nice call by Cam. Big uh, famous photographer missed it. The guy that actually took that picture wasn't supposed to be where he was. He sort of snuck down there and stuff, and by chance, he, he was there and got that famous picture, but the coach of the St. Louis Blues was Scotty Bowman. So it's crazy. Like, you have Scotty Bowman with the Blues, the Montreal Canadiens, the Detroit Red Wings, the Pittsburgh Penguins, built that Chicago Blackhawk team, you know, over decades and decades, spanning 30, 40 years of success. Uh, but St. Louis are a nice story uh, to pull for. St. Louis-Boston uh, would be interesting. But, you know, you've got Carolina Hurricanes. And, for you know, for the record, Danico – pick the Canes to beat the Bruins, and I can't do it because I keep picking against the Bruins and I keep losing, Lou. <laughs> well, pick for them because, because I'm going to take uh, Carolina myself. I am too. You think Boston are running Making out of gas? a three-pack, Marenzi. Uh, yeah. It's just one of those things, the more I think about this series and Carolina, I actually think the deepness of Carolina offensively Still, they have a veteran presence with Williams. Aho's picked up his game. And there's an X-factor, Gabe Fogle, that kid who no one talks about. He's so good. I watch him. Great defensively, offensively. There's just something about the Carolina Hurricanes. And that defense is so much better than Boston's offensively. They can really do some things there. Hamilton, former Bruin, will be motivated. It's just Boston. They're a great team, a one-line team. I don't think Rask can keep this up, too. And I'm seeing Carolina at plus 140, 145 in series prices, Gabe. It's not just an anti-Boston thing. I really think Carolina, the bunch of jerks, could do it. So I'm with Lou and Danico. I'm going to take Carolina for the series, too. Uh, the, and the way I'm going to approach it, guys, is uh, with a little bit – we've talked about this before. Uh, a lot of rest is not good. Uh, even though Boston's going to be rested, Carolina's going to be off vacation. Uh, so I, I, I tend to think that Carolina might – as as much as they needed the rest more than any team remaining, uh, I think they could have a hard time finding their legs, just like I've experienced every team with too much rest. Uh, case in point, last round, the Islanders uh, in that first game. And with, with that in mind, I think uh, the gate first game tomorrow for me in Carolina and Boston could well be the path uh, with the hopes that Boston wins. And then I'll get the bunch of jerks at plus 240 or plus 230. That's my kind of play. Yep. Agreed. Lou. All right, hang in there, Lou. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back on the other side with Lou. We'll get to the MMA as well. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
minicamp time for those taken into the 2019 NFL Draft. And they get introduced to the new playbooks and start studying up for the 2019-20 season. And for fantasy football enthusiasts and NFL bettors, you guys need to start doing your homework too. If you're serious about fantasy football and wagering on NFL futures or contests, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing NFL Dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and draft content every day of the year to give you an edge of what type of, regardless of what type of fantasy football you play, while providing you with the data and insight you'll need to be successful at the betting window. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. All right, well done, uh, Cam. Uh, level two continues. Uh, we'll, we'll try to squeeze the Ken Danico in a little bit uh, later on because it's some good stuff about game sevens. I want to hear it, too. <laughs> and what it's I like playing it. uh, in a game seven. Yeah, I had a, I had a, good, a question I wanted to ask him last time uh, that he was on. I didn't get to. I'm always fascinated, especially I go to the FanDuel Sportsbook all the time, Lou, in the Meadowlands, and I pass by the arena all the time. The Brendan Byrne Arena, Continental Airlines, blah, blah. It's been called a million different things. Right. And uh, it's far from being a nice arena. Uh, but anyways, there's big traffic. So <laughs> I was just asking him. I was like, man, when you play in the Rangers and stuff, just imagine in 94, the rivalry and how crazy it was. And, you know, going back and forth, going into the garden. I was thinking, man, you know, you guys would have had to, you know, you don't want to be getting stuck in traffic. You can't be like, oh, we're going to be late for the game, guys. Uh, <laughs> so I asked about the police escort. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Lou called the state troopers and got the state troopers to escort us to MSG. And the funny little stories, like they love doing it and stuff. And he goes to since He still sees the same state troopers that used to escort them into New York uh, from New Jersey. So he had some good sort of behind the scenes uh, stories there. Now, there's always the talk about whether home ice matters or not, Lou and Cam. And I'll start with you, Lou. They always say home ice doesn't matter until game seven, right? Or until it does, so to speak. It's one of those deals where you'd rather be at home, but, you know, some guys say, man, no, they get more jacked up on the road and they like silencing the crowd and they feed off of that. But when it comes to this series and this matchup between Colorado and, 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 and San Jose, we've seen. The home team's won the last three games. And in fact, guys, I've discovered here, the home team has actually won 28 of the last 35 times between these two teams. Um, and it sort of makes sense. The Shark Tank is a tough place to play, and Colorado has that altitude up there, Lou. How much does home ice come into play tonight, in your opinion? Uh, in my personal opinion, home ice comes into uh, play in that so far. Uh, home teams are 37 and 32, and that's how much it comes into play. To me, that isn't very much. Uh, if home ice was a huge advantage, the numbers would be different. Uh, game seven, I will give you. Look, Boston won game teams... seven. Sorry, Lou, I'm just taking Boston beat the Leafs in game seven. Um, we had yeah, a game and, seven and where the Louis Sharks won, won game seven. St. Louis, Louis just, just won. won, and I believe Carolina won a game seven on the road at Washington, right? So I think it's okay. three and one off the yes, top of my did. head. Okay, so yeah. so what uh, what the the picture that uh, I'll paint is that the home team doesn't really matter. However, in a game seven, the reason a team works so hard is to earn that home advantage, 
Is there really an advantage? What I would propose is that the advantage is less whether you're home or away. The advantage is more, and the numbers will back this up, is you get the first goal. So the first goal tonight means more than home advantage, and I do think home advantage is worth something. That said, why is San Jose coming so cheap, miserable? They open to uh, minus 125. They're minus 135. By the time the game goes, they'll be, here's what will happen. We're going to be waiting and patient. They're going to announce that Pavelski's going to play. That's going to that's going to squeeze a few more pennies of value against San Jose and towards the uh, Avalanche. If you're betting this game, to me, the only way to bet it is is you're taking the Avalanche. And if you're taking the Avalanche, you're relying on Grubauer performing like Ben Bishop did last night. Is that enough of a compelling reason for you to take them? I think there's some rest factors that help Colorado. That said, even though San Jose maybe is playing their second straight seven game in two straight series, if they get Pavelski back, the barn will be lit up. It's setting up to be an electric game. But there's only one way to bet this game, and that's Colorado or pass, in my opinion. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, I'm on, I'm on Colorado. Last night, last night, guys, I get it. I get it. I'm not uh, I'm not coming at you here, Lou. I'm just stating, last night, I felt the same way. I was like, all right, this game's a game seven. Man, you're getting plus 140 with teams that are evenly as matched as Dallas and St. Louis. And what did me and Cam say? What did I say to you, Cam? And you knew deep down inside, too. I said, yeah. you know. St. Louis, St. Louis is win. I know. That's why I had <laughs> Even though it was plus 140, I, 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 I said St. Heart. Louis is going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those deals. And yeah. we this can talk about home though. ice and stuff. To me, different. at the tank, at the tank, it really does matter. The San Jose Sharks are 18-2 and two in their last 20 home playoff games, guys. Uh, it's a tough Huge. place to go and win. The San Jose Gabriel. Sharks have shown a resiliency and a refusal to go down. I think the Sharks get it done, but I'm not I'm not opposed to your Colorado play, but I think the Sharks win the game tonight. Uh, okay, so here's what I'll leave this yes, discussion Luke. on, first of all. Uh, I'm going to use Gabriel's argument that I was vehemently arguing against him on. Uh, th- th- these games are random. I mean, d- yeah, St. Louis won last night, but it took <laughs> oh, God, double, we come it took double overtime. It took double overtime to for for St. Louis to beat Dallas. Dallas was every bit there and and every bit game. And so here's what I'll say: the, my final decision with Colorado is is that I know that I have the edge in goal. And the only chink in San Jose's armor in this matchup because they outclass Colorado in depth, experience, front line, down the middle, defense, everywhere except the net. So. My bet is with Grubauer, but if you're taking San Jose, I wish you luck, but you got to live with Martin Jones tonight. And to me, I could never deal with that because he's he's been all season long uh, the worst goaltender by the numbers uh, all, of all the playoff teams remaining, yet he's played pretty good here recently. So I think these are all compelling arguments to make people get fired up and watch Game seven passion. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. 
No, it doesn't. Yeah. They're evenly matched games. Yeah. No, they are. They're, these teams are very evenly matched. The one thing that I will say for Colorado, Gabe, why I'm not going to San Jose is team speed. I agree with Lou on, on most of those parts, too. And the thing about San Jose, other than Burns, they have some defic- deficiencies on defense, too. Carlson's a good offensive defensively. He's looked horrible defensively. Martin Jones in the overtime goal looked like a minor league goaltender despite, you know, all the other good things he's done. That's the thing, too. I'm just, yeah, I just really believe still. in McKinnon. And yeah, I know he is still the game. And I, I think the line's going to go up. I'm with Lou. I'm going to wait till it gets to 30, 35 cents. And uh, we'll take Colorado in this spot. I'm definitely taking them in regulation. And, I, and to your point earlier, Marenzi, I would not be surprised if this is an overtime game. So I'll look for the dog in regulation and the dog to win outright. I'm on the avalanche. I think they, I, even on a road in a hostile environment, I think they can find a way to get it done. Uh, for the record, the avalanche are actually um, 3-0 and in, in overtime in the playoffs. All right, uh, so, Lou, uh, it's always a pleasure. We're not done, uh, done yet, uh, but we spent a lot of time talking about the pucks. We've got uh, UFC 237. They're going to Brazil. Uh, this week, how does the card? Uh, what, what do you think they're gonna card from a from a betting perspective, uh, Lou? Do you like it? Is it a good card? Did, did it jump off the page at you? Yeah, I, to me, uh, the main card is completely outstanding. I mean, we're gonna get to see names like uh, Anderson Silva, Jose Aldo, Thiago Alves, who for most fighters will know as a well-known name. Little Nogueira. I mean, these are these are iconic names. This card is designed to really uh, continue the festering Brazilian rampage uh, and wildfire that is the UFC as the UFC continues to solidify its market there. I think they try uh, to get mostly a Brazilian against the world theme, even though there's a couple of Brazilian against Brazilian fights. But I see a few dogs that are surely worth taking a look at. And I'll start with the main event uh, where this line really kind of flipped. It opened rows minus 130 or minus 140. And over time now, we've kind of seen this thing go the other way. And I know uh, Jessica Andrade is a slight favorite. And she's a bulldog. She's had to fight bigger girls her whole life. Uh, She's really versed in every aspect of fighting she's i think more well-rounded than rose at least if you're looking at how she's finished fights via decision via submission or via ko she's about 35 percent for each category all that said there's something about this nama even though she's coming off an injury to her neck uh, she trains at altitude. She's an unusual gal. She's had a very difficult. Got the heart of a champion, Lou. Yeah, she really she does, does have the heart of a champion. And I listened to an interview that John Anik did recently, and it was it was on uh, I don't re- even remember, but I, I listened to the interview, and he he went out of his way to mention that the the tireless, single-minded focus of Rose Namaunas and how she just wants to be a, a great UFC champion. She doesn't go out. She doesn't go to the dance clubs. She's kind of antisocial. And the way he said it, sometimes the way a guy says something just grabs you. And, and it was the final kicker because really, as I, as I was handicapping this fight, I was going back and forth. It's going to be a competitive, awesome fight. I think at the end of the day, 
my question is, does Andrade try and take her down and get on top of her? I think that's her best approach. I'm not sure if Andrade feels that way or not. If it remains standing, I really like Rose. Andrade is a tiger, and she's tough, but she's looping. Everything's with power, and she doesn't have very good footwork. She could play right into Rose if she stays on the feet. Very good point. Very good point. And Rose is just consistently underestimated because of her size, her, oh, she's not great standing up. Very smart fighter. Uh, she's great. A very uh, you know, high fight IQ, and she's going to be able to identify the holes. People didn't think she was going to beat Joanna. And then the second time, they didn't think she was going to beat Joanna. This is, this is going to be an interesting fight now. What about, um, what about uh, does home, you know, we talk about home ice, uh, Lou. What about the fact that Jessica's fighting uh, uh, here in Brazil? Is it going to be an advantage uh, for, and I'm looking, she fought in Brazil once in the UFC. A lot of pressure on her, going home, fighting for a title fight here, Lou. And we've seen, it's not like Brazilians win every time when they fight in Brazil, but do you put any stock in this, that uh, that Rose, it's a road game for Rose? No, because quite honestly, if you dig a little deeper, Rose requested this fight be in Brazil. She called that shot. She wants to come to Brazil. She wants to beat Andrade in her backyard to prove she is honing her craft in a world-class fighter. And that's another reason why I'm getting all excited over here, because I do think Rose as a dog is mispriced. All right, we'll take a quick, quick second. Quick, uh, quick break. Lou will be with us. We'll blast off a couple of quick picks with Lou on the way out. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, the dogs are barking in Arizona at Lou's place. Damn, yeah, Lou. All right, Lou, uh, it's always a pleasure, my man. Uh, time has uh, flown by uh, today, but you mentioned we have some big names. Uh, this would have been an all-star. Like, uh, this is like UFC 100 or something like that. A lot of the same dudes, actually. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we got Jose Aldo and Volsanovsky, uh, Anderson Silva, and Jared Cannonier. Um, We only got about two minutes here. And how about this, uh, Kev? Clay Guida versus BJ Penn. Guida, BJ Penn. I know. I'm wearing the hot tub time machine, Gabe. <laughs> ben versus Guida. You know what's crazy? I told, I told for me and Frank wow. Trigg, uh, Frank Trigg used to be the, one of the co-hosts of MMA Meltdown years ago when I was living in Vegas. I brought Frank on the show. Yep. Uh, I told Frank, I said, you know, Frank, there should be a seniors division for like uh, all these UFC fighters. He goes, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said, Marenzi. He goes, you've said a lot of dumb things, but that's the <laughs> dumbest thing you ever said. He goes, nobody wants to see these old guys fighting. Here we are. It's like, yeah, have you heard of Bellator yeah, before? <laughs> that is the senior division. Yeah. But uh, but Lou, any any other fight that uh, you like uh, here? Uh, you got you got a uh, you got an underdog winner for us. Yes, I have a I have a Yo Yang special, and it's going to be uh, 
this kid Hollabaugh, Kurt Hollabaugh. He's been completely oh, yeah. ransacked the last couple times he's fought. But, you know, when you take a little closer look at who he's fought, he's lost to Shane Burgos and this kid on the card, Barcelos, who's another freaking total killer. This kid's going to be desperate. He's fighting a Brazilian that I think is not going to like the pressure that Halabah, a desperate fighter, is going to exert on him. Halabah is a striker. He's going to be... Uh, he's going to work pressure, back this kid up, use his reach advantage. And uh, I really think that this is a kid that's won a lot of fights. He's got pride, and he's getting right now he's plus 110, plus 115. That's a mangy road dog right there, Kurt Hollibaugh. Thanks for the pick, uh, Lou. And if you want more, you can follow Lou on Twitter at Gamblu at Gamblue and check out Lou's website Gamblue.com Always a pleasure sir, thank you for joining us Lou. Thanks and good luck everybody Lou